This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. This is Jimmy Lamp. This is Matt Masala with the RhinestoneWorld.com. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. And you are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. Podcast. Hosted by... My name is Terry Combs RG. Regular Guy. And Aaron Montgomery. We're just regular guys having fun and uh, trying to, to make a living in this really cool and exciting industry. I think we all want to succeed 100% of the time to understand before I try and make myself understood. Bring a ton of great information. Coming to you live from somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. All right, welcome into the Two Regular Guys podcast. My name's Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at oursuccessgroup.com. Uh, so, as you guys can tell, uh, I am rolling solo here today, uh, just like Eric did last week, uh, covering for Terry and I. Uh, uh, Terry is off at the Impressions Expo, and so is Eric. So, uh, I'll be all over the place, but uh, we've got a fantastic guest, so it won't, it won't really matter. We're not here to listen to me. We're here to learn from Max. I had a chance to just chat with him just a moment ago and um, really cool stuff that uh, that he's got going on. And, and I think uh, you guys are going to learn a lot from Max today. And um, so, yeah, really looking forward to this conversation here in just a little bit. Talk about live event printing, kind of activations. Uh, he's got all sorts of knowledge and experience here that um, we're looking forward to, to learning from here. Um, so we're going to do that here in just one moment. But uh, before we get into that, normally right here, we would uh, jump into some news items, some different things that came across our uh, our desk. Uh, for me, because I've been on the road for the last two weeks, uh, I have not seen a whole lot of stuff. So got to get back into it. But uh, we do have a really cool segment that we're going to add in here next, starting next week. And we'll see how it goes. We're, we're, we're going to try some things out. But um I don't want to give too much away, but right here in this news segment, we're going to actually have uh, some really cool stuff happening. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll be back next week at our normal time at 10 a.m. And um, so stay tuned for that. That's what's coming up here in the news section. Um, but let's see who's checking in here regulator wise. Uh, so good afternoon, Chuck. Good to see you. And uh, Tanya, good to see you. Great to uh, meet you out there in Myrtle Beach face-to-face for the first time. Um, so I, I felt like I already knew you and Jay, but uh, being able to actually shake hands, give a hug was really cool. So <laughs> um, Ramona, thank you um, for being here. And um, thank you for the kind words about the shirt logo. Uh, yeah, it's a, I like it. It's a, it's a <laughs> shirt that I really enjoy wearing, too. It's very comfortable. Um, and then we've got Josta checking in from Sweden. Thanks for being here, Josta. I uh, always appreciate you tuning in, and I always appreciate the uh, private messages I get, too. Lots of fun, great information, good stuff. So uh, keep that coming. Uh, Cindy, good afternoon. Uh, I need to find Terry and Eric. Yes, uh, we, we did not do the half today uh, with Terry, uh, Eric being in an impression. So, um this is it, right? We're getting in, getting in some two regular guys stuff here. So I'm really excited. Rich and Jerry, thank you guys for being here as well. Okay, so um, want to keep moving because I want to get uh, into uh, getting Max in here as quickly as possible. But I know you guys enjoy the dad joke, even if you say you don't, even if it's a groaner, right? Because well, I enjoy delivering the dad joke, and I enjoy finding them and, and hearing them from my son. And, and <laughs> so always great to have a good dad joke. Now, this is from uh, Lee Wright, uh, who's with Printing United. Uh, he shared this uh, on, a, on a show not too long ago. We said, yeah, we'll get to that on another episode. So um, since it's just me today, there's not going to be any real big setup. I will just pop it onto screen here. Um, but what do you call a psychic little person who escapes from jail? So drum roll, 
Groner time. Here we go. A small medium at large. So um, I think that also works very nicely in the t-shirt industry here, a small medium at large. So, all right, let the groaning begin. I'm glad that we're virtual so you can't throw anything at me, but um, <laughs> appreciate you guys all tuning in again. We've got more people checking in. Curtis, hello from Kansas. Mo, good afternoon. Mr. Fat Dad Wholesale, Todd Downing, good to see you, sir. And uh, thank you for laughing and giggling for me there, Ramona. I appreciate that. All right. Well, before we do dive in, though, I want to um, just thank all you guys for checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast. We are always looking for new guests and new ideas. So if you or anyone you know would like to join us, you can just go to Calendly, excuse me, Calendly.com forward slash Two Regular Guys, and you can grab a show date in there and, and, and jump in and join us. Or um, so it's just bit.ly actually that we've got a shorter link. It's bit.ly slash two RG guests. And uh, yeah, or you can uh, shoot us an email with ideas, show ideas. If you want to uh, just, there it is, send that over to info at two regular guys.com. In fact, uh, I think if you scan that QR code, that will actually take you there to info at two regular guys.com. So just email us your show ideas, or again, go to that Calendly link and uh, get signed up. We're, we're, even if you've been a past guest, come on back, right? We'd love to talk to you again. Um, also, if you are listening to the podcast version of our show, we'd really appreciate you sharing the Two Regular Guys podcast with your industry friends so they can become regulators just like you, the regular listeners there. And um, we also would really appreciate if you would go out and give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, or, or real, really wherever you do your podcast listening. Um, even if you're somebody that checks out the live, actually, Go over and do that for me, if you wouldn't mind. That would be really helpful. Uh, just lets other people know what to expect. Um, so anywhere that you might catch a podcast, even if you're not a regular podcast listener, I'm sure there's a podcast app on your phone. So just jump in there, find Two Regular Guys Podcast, and uh, share that review. Um, also, one last reminder, not last, just a, a reminder for everybody. If you are tuning in live right now, uh, please do me a favor and go out and share this uh, with, with Eric not around. We haven't been able to share it out to as many places. I know we're at a new time. So, you know, all of your friends that uh, maybe – we're thinking, hey, we're going to be at 10 a.m. Central Time. We're happening right now here at noon. So go and share that with your friends. Um, all right. Let's see here. Susan, hello. Um, definitely uh, great to see you. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. All right. Well, real quick before we get Max in here, though, I've got one more thing to take care of. Uh, we we got to pay the bills here. So our success group is uh, wants to talk to you. In fact, I would like to talk to you. It's actually a video that I put together here, but um, I want to talk to you about uh, conquering fear, overcoming fear. So here we go. Fear of taking the next step, fear of doing the thing that we know we need to do, fear of getting outside of our comfort zone. Now, fear is something that I've been working on, learning about, trying to come up with a great resource and tool that I could share with folks because I know for me as well, getting out of fear and getting into action is the entire key to success. So I think I've got that tool for you. Check out the Conquer Your Fear and Thrive webinar. I want you to check that out, but I also wanna hear from you. What is it that you're afraid of? What is it that you do to overcome your fears?
All right. Well, definitely go check that out. Um, I will put that link up here one more time, osg.link forward slash overcome fears. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear your feedback on it too. You know, what do you think? What are, what are some things that you use? Like I said, so just reach out to me. You guys know how to connect with me easy enough. You can catch me here through the podcast or over there at our success group. So um, let's make sure. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate you sharing the, the show and uh, yeah, get some people tuned in here. Okay. Well, Let's let's get to it again. Um, without Terry and Eric here, you know, I, we're here for the guests. So let, let's get in uh, to talking with Max here. Uh, he was very uh, accommodating, willing to, to work with me to find a time that we can make it happen. Um, he's out there on the West Coast, which so I believe it's just after 10 a.m. there right now. But uh, we'll, we'll ask Max. So l- without further ado, let me bring in Max here. And uh, Max, hello and welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you doing? I am doing great, man. Thank you again so much for being so accommodating and, and uh, working with me to get you on here because I am really pumped about this. This has actually been something that our regulators have uh, have asked about, right? What, what are people doing? And uh, I actually was able to connect with you through uh, Bruce at Printavo. And, uh, you know, because I had seen some things that they were talking about. And he's like, yeah, the guy to go to is Max. So <laughs> we're setting you up there. But uh, I, I guess, Max, <clears throat> start us off with with a little bit of just kind of give us your background, you know, how did you find yourself in this industry? All right. So, you know, kind of a uh, similar way to a lot of people uh, took a class in high school. Uh, it was an after hours class. We went to make band shirts, you know, and that's, that's really my first introduction into screen printing. We would make, yeah. you know, our own band shirts. We would make uh, bootleg shirts of other bands and brands and stuff like that. And we would sell them so, to all the other kids in high school. That was really the first introduction. Cool. Um, after high school, uh, you know, went to college, uh, played in bands and toured and kind of had other things in mind. Um, and, uh, I moved back up to LA where I am now and, uh, I started screen printing with some of my neighbors in a, an apartment complex. And, uh, you know, we, we had the real basic setup where we had screen print in the kitchen and, and, uh, do our own designs and things like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I was also working at a, at a music marketing company and at the same time as we were screen printing in the kitchen with my business partner, Alex and some other friends, um, you know, it just kind of started to grow, uh, from there while working at the music marketing company, getting, you know, recommendations and, you know, small print runs and things like that. Um, so that was the real initial, uh, you know, intro into the screen printing, uh, industry, yeah. um, and uh, that kind of led into the live screen printing world that we kind of jumped into uh, after that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to that. But uh, first, uh, you like a lot of folks come through the band uh, side of side of things. There's lots lots of band folks in in the screen printing world. Um, makes a ton of sense, obviously. But uh, all right. So, what were you lead singer? What was your your gig there? Yeah, so I played guitar and, oh, and nice. sang. There was, yeah, I mean, we you know we toured for two years. Uh, you know, it was a it was an indie label through uh, Sony Records, and wow. uh, you know, it, it there were ups and downs. You know, it was a lot sure. of fun to go out on the road and stuff like that. But you know, what was obviously apparent at that time was that uh, the people who were who were making some money were the screen printers who were selling shirts to the bands on the road because everybody was buying merch and you know, selling this merch. So that was, that was always something in the, in the back of my mind when, you know, we were out there playing, um, yeah. you know, and, and my parents are, you know, a little bit upset at me because, you know, I just went through college to, you know, 
get a job and, and kind of go into the world. But here yeah. I am taking a detour and, and going to play music. But, uh, you yeah. know, it was, a, it was a really good lesson in how to run a business uh, because, you know, running, a, you know, being in a band, you have to manage you know, tours and, and routing. And there's so much things that you need to, you know, think about when you're actually out on the road uh, that that kind of helped me out in a, in a way to, uh, you know, be uh, in a business, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's, I, I didn't really think about that, right. That, that education side, you think of the band. Yeah. It's so cool. You're out there, you're playing music and doing all that cool stuff. But the reality is, like you said, there's a lot of business style management stuff that goes along with that. That's, that's interesting. So, yeah. I mean, you have to manage the, a shoestring budget really, you know, you're not making a ton on the road or, you know, here's some money coming in, here's money going out, how you're going to allocate it. And, uh, so there's there's some really good lessons, even if it doesn't you know succeed in the end. But you know, yeah, it, it yeah, was a good totally. it was a good place to start in that world. Totally, yeah. And, and I love that that you saw the the connection there, right? The screen printers were kind of the ones actually making more of the money. I, I almost equate it to like the the way olden days of the the kind of the California gold rush. You know, the people that were doing the mining back then they weren't making any money. It was the people selling the shovels to those miners that were making the money. And so that's kind of that same, same idea, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but you know, live printing, where did that start? How'd you decide to kind of get that as kind of your, your wheelhouse there? So the, the live printing kind of came from working at the uh, music marketing agency that uh, I was hired at while we were screen printing in the kitchen. Um, of events where we'd go out and screen print for you know some of the premieres that were you know local and and some bands uh you know uh signings things like that where we were out there you know just with a real simple uh you know piece of uh you know plywood with hinge clamps and we were screen printing shirts with water-based ink it was a mess you know the, the entire thing was a real <laughs> big learning process um but the music marketing company kind of turned into a lifestyle marketing company so they were you know marketing to you know the 18 to 30 demographic Okay. And they secured a really big contract with Toyota and mm -hmm. Toyota wanted to sell a car called the matrix on, you know, to this demographic. And what they wanted to do was connect that demographic um, to the Toyota by, you know, music festivals, uh, you know, showing up at a bar, showing up at different special events uh, where that specific demographic was going to be out at night. So Toyota did this whole entire program where, I mean, they had, I think, 300 events in uh, three different regions, the West Coast, the Midwest, and the East Coast. Wow. And they did about 900 events over the course of a year. And I was hired to be the West Coast manager. And that meant routing a tour, which, again, I was able to use some band knowledge, yeah. um, hiring staff to come out. And one of their big portions of this whole entire tour was screen printing on site at all of these different stops. So you'd show up in a Toyota, you'd pop open the back, you know, people could get in the car. Um, and then on the side of it, you would have a screen printing activation where you'd be screen printing shirts uh, that would have, you know, a very small Toyota logo printed on the back neck. Um, and then Shepard Ferry and Obey actually designed all of the designs that we were printing on, uh, uh, on the fronts of the shirts. Yeah. So they were, a, you know, they were a cool design that people would want to take away even though the shirt said Toyota on it. And, uh, you know, that really kickstarted the whole live printing thing because it got, you know, you know, my head in motion um, to, to really start going that route. Um, and then my business partner, Alex, was actually uh, already working at another screen printing shop and he was their main color separator and uh, graphic designer. And, you know, we, we both started, you know, on the side 
you know, printing in the backyard, printing in our shed. Uh, we eventually worked up into a garage because we were doing, you know, we were making money just printing the back neck tags on all these shirts for Toyota on the side of the business. Um, and eventually, uh, both Alex and I lost our jobs because that contract ended with, with Toyota at the end of 2009 and his company went under. Um, so we went full time at the, uh, at the end of 2009, uh, okay. to do screen printing, kind of took that leap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in that leap, right. You, you talked about, you know, kind of your early setups and all the learning experiences there, but, uh, that leap had to be a little bit of a, a, a gut check maybe, or, or you know, maybe a little bit challenging. What, what did you learn from that experience? Um, I, I mean, it was tough, you know, we, we weren't really paying ourselves for the first, the first year. Um, okay. you know, one of our, our first moves was, uh, hiring an, an actual, uh, screen printer in our, in our small little shop. You know, we had a, okay. uh, a, a Hopkins manual press and having, having him print full time so that we could focus on the business. Um, gotcha. you know, that helped quite a bit. Nice. Um, and you know, while we were doing these live events, our name started to get out a little bit here and there. Um, and you know, we got hired to do, uh, a, a really big, uh, print activation at Comic-Con in 2010, uh, nice. with NBC universal. And that was kind of the first real big event we did, you know, uh, 5,000 shirts on site. Uh, we, we worked uh, with NBC Universal on a movie called Scott Pilgrim versus the World, um, which in theaters didn't end up being that big, but it's kind of like a cult classic movie now. Like a lot of people reference that, but all of the actors came to print with us. There was a two hour long line, things like that. And that really, uh, you know, started spreading our name even more because different agencies and, and studios and things like that started seeing us on site at things like that. And that kind of, you know, was the first steps into building our business as it is now. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking back on some of these experiences, I'm, I'm kind of going to bounce around a little bit on you here. Cause I, I this is sure, really absolutely. interesting to me. Um, you know, you, you think about, right. What we're doing with merch, right. We're, we're getting something tactile to remember and experience things like that. How does adding that live element to it kind of change things? What, what, why is that you know, why wouldn't somebody like NBC Universal or whatever just say, hey, I need 100,000 shirts, so we're just going to give them away and have the actors sign them or something like that, right? What's what's the draw to saying, hey, come and print this thing in front of these folks that are interested in what we're doing? Yeah, we are, our kind of motto within our live is that we're connecting brands to consumer okay. uh, by turning them into creators on site at events. So they're actually... Uh, creating a connection to their brands on site because they're allowing them to experience their brands, but not in a way that's already pre-contracted. You know, it's funny, you had just mentioned uh, Calendly before I hopped on and you said, Hey, you know, go on to Calendly and, you know, sign up. We just did an an event for them last weekend. And I actually got some hard data from, from their event. I was just talking to the, to one of their team members and, we were doing custom uh, custom sublimation on site on patches that were going onto hats, and fifty cool. percent uh, of their new leads that they got to the booth were people that didn't even know about their products uh, that were just in line to get a hat. So they they came in through that activation, did the customization, walked away, and got fifty percent of fifty percent of those people who had never seen it or heard of it signed up to, to be a part of that program. So that's a, wow. that's a pretty good uh, rate to bring in. So it gives you that, that brand value 
um, and something to introduce that brand without being too forceful, if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I mean, it just, yeah, I mean, it makes a, a, a lot of sense from, from, like you said, that perspective, you're, you're connecting them. And, and I think deep down, we all want to be creators, but we don't know how to. And so you take that headache out of them. You just give them the sizzle part, right? The, <laughs> when the heat press opens or that, you know, final screen lifts up, I know, you know, all the years I've been doing this, that still is freaking cool as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Absolutely. People, people love it. People love seeing something created on site and especially when they create it or they're, you know, they're choosing the design placements, whatever it is, like it's a very big uh, opportunity for them to actually like say, oh, wow, this is how this item is created or this is how sure it's created or, or whatever it is. They're still very, uh, they're wowed by the moment. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. Well, okay. So what we're talking about here is obviously we're getting, getting in front of people. Um, we all ha are aware of what happened to us in 2020 with the, the whole pandemic thing. What, what, what happened for you guys with that? What uh, did, I mean, obviously that was scary for everybody, but uh, your guys's business being focused around being in front of people, how, how did that change for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely rough. We, we in 2019, we purchased lands uh, in Los Angeles uh, and started construction on a building. So wow. the week we got cleared to move in from the uh, Department of Building and Safety, uh, they, you know, did their, their shutdown here. So, oh, hey, wow. you know, no businesses are allowed to be open. So, um, <laughs> you know, we, we took that time to move over into our new space, uh, you know, put in our new presses, like get everything set up. Um, and we still had some work coming in through the shop at that point. Um, what we did is we kind of, uh, uh, sat down and decided what were things we could offer to our, our current clients who were in need of still, you know, marketing and advertising to their, their user bases. And what we came up with, was a, a virtual event customization platform. And, uh, what it was, was, uh, you know, with with 50% of our activations that we're on site with, we're creating custom apps. So the attendees on site uh, can customize their uh, their swag or their products uh, through that app portal. And every single one is custom built. Uh, so what we did is we took that app and we did online versions of it so that uh, the event attendees who are virtual could design their uh, products or their shirts or their bags, whatever it may be, uh, put in their address, uh, attend the virtual event, and then within a week, we'd produce all of those different products, and then we would ship it out directly to their house. Um, that was one of our main focuses, and we did a, a pretty decent amount of those. Um, you know, not nearly the amount of live events that we do, but you know, a couple a month, which which helped quite a bit. Um, you know, we did Comic Con with Amazon, uh, you know, Lollapalooza, and different music festivals that were still kind of virtual uh, yeah. happening. Um, and then we, we really got into the, the boxes, you know, gift boxes or, you know, uh, swag boxes for a couple of different brands. You know, we did a lot of TikTok and Google boxes where we would send out boxes to creators or employees or whatever it was. We, we worked with their teams to put together whole packages and send those out. So we were able to pivot, uh, the, the live business, uh, to our, you know, our agency clients and move it over into the more virtual, uh, realm direct to their, you know, their target, you know, consumers yeah. or their, their staffing. Yeah. Awesome. So Max, one of the things that I've loved about this conversation so far is as you've kind of explained all this stuff and, and this is something I want the regulators to really kind of hear, I guess it would be the best way to put it is 
you haven't, I mean, yeah, you mentioned the hat or a shirt or something like that, but you're talking about what it is that your customers are getting, right? It's the marketing, it's the, and, and I think a lot of times we get lost in that, you know, we, we get so close to it that we're concerned that, you know, somebody's out of stock of the shirts and with the hats and, but the customers on their side, they don't really care too much about that. Right. So you guys were able to take kind of what you had in front of you and said, okay, what do my customers actually need? Okay. We can't do that live. How do we still provide those same benefits to them? And so I imagine really it was just kind of a shift in the conversation uh, as to how the benefits were going to be delivered. Does that sound about right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they still had advertising budgets. They still had marketing budgets. They still had to, you know, get their brand, their product, whatever it was in front of their consumers or, you know, whoever they were targeting. Um, and you know, what's an effective way to do that. I mean, the digital marketing, you know, it blew up versus, you know, offline marketing for that specific time period. Um, now I've kind of seen a huge flip in that where the experiential marketing is bigger. We've had our, uh, by far our biggest year this year has been absolutely crazy. And, um, you see that flip because people want to get out again. They want to be on site at events. They want to, they want to put it out there as much as possible. Um, so it, it just, yeah, it's really about figuring out uh, where these brands want to go. And uh, a lot of times they just, they're just looking, you know, the same as, as we are. They, they're looking to get um, out in front of people and yeah. what's the best way to do that. And, you know, yeah. that's one of the things we can offer. That's awesome. I love that. And, and <laughs> that's so cool to hear that, you know, you're kind of having that explosion going back the other way, because I, I agree. I mean, I think we're all kind of like anxious to go reconnect and, and have those same kind of uh, things that we had before the pandemic and, and get into that place. So, well, okay. So Max, you talked about early on kind of some of the early stuff, right? <laughs> Plywood and, and hinges and stuff like that. That's super cool that, uh, you know, you guys made that work. Um, what What's, What's obviously changed over the years? You know, what were some of the things that, uh, you know, make this let's go out and live print? Because I'm sure there's lots of variables when you go on site, when, you, when you're printing in your shop, obviously you can control all those things. But when you're going out to an event, you know, so what what's an event setup look like for you? What, what's that kind of kind of yeah, I mean, down on that? Sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's a, it really depends on the specific activation. You know, yeah. um, it really, like we said, it really started off with live screen printing. That was kind of our bread and butter for a while. Uh, yeah. You know, as, as things went on, people wanted, they get crazier and crazier with their asks, you know, as, as what we're doing. But a, a basic live screen printing setup, um, you know, you're going to bring in uh, a mobile press. Um, and our mentality is that we always want to keep things uh, very uh, small, uh, easy to set up, um, you know, that we could put on a pallet and ship to location. Um, we don't use for screen printing. We don't use conveyor dryers on site. We use a flash uh, with uh, spinnable pallets so that we can cure the ink. Um, nice. We don't get bogged down in trying to print multicolor designs on site with screen printing. Yeah, there are there are some here and there where you know if it's wet on wet or something like that, we'll yeah. we'll kind of go that route. Um, you know, we want to brand all of our screen printing gear when we're on site uh, to match the booth of our clients. So if Toyota's hiring us or, um, you know, uh, another brand is going to bring us on site, it yeah. matches what their booth already looks like. We're a white label company. Um, and nice. that means that we're not branding ourselves on site. So we're, yeah. we're there as that brand. Um, 
And what that can do is that if somebody else sees it, they can come up to and ask us, Hey, are you, who are you guys? What are you, you guys doing here? And then we can give them a card on the side, but yeah. uh, it keeps brand integrity in place. You know, we're not That's trying awesome. to be, we're not going to be the stars of the show. We'll, we'll be there working with the, com- uh, the company. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever the apparel is, we want to make sure that, you know, it may be pre-branded. So again, doing a neck tag or a sleeve or something along those lines. Um, and, uh, you know, the setup can scale, you know, there's, there's events where if you're screen printing on site, you may have, uh, one screen printing press on site. If you want to get through 50 to 60 people an hour. And then, you know, if you need to get through, uh, 5,000 people in a day, you can bring 20 screen printing presses. So there's, there's really a scale that you can bring on site to uh, accommodate whatever the, the throughput of the attendees is at these different events. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and then, you know, as time goes on, uh, you know, again, these, these agencies or these companies that we're working with are asking for things that are outside the bounds of screen printing. So, uh, sublimation, laser engraving, uh, you know, custom embroidery, uh, combining various aspects and elements of all those together. Um, so then you have setups where you have an embroidery unit and a heat press, and then you have a laser engraving, like just to do all these different things at the same time. Yeah. 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 Like embroidery, how does that one to me would, feel like that would be the, probably the biggest logistical challenge is is that the, the case or or have you guys got a pretty good system with that you know we, we have a pretty good system um what you know clients will reach out to us and say hey we want to embroider what we'll do is we'll say well if you want to do embroidery on site uh do uh preset patches and then you can press those on and then anything embroidery is a very simple design uh monogram uh name you know personalization so that you can combine the two yeah. to create a similar look because obviously we know embroidery is not the fastest uh activation uh, yeah. or fastest process uh, sure. out there uh, you know we just last weekend we had um, 10 events in different cities in the u.s for a for a brand uh that's launching a ton of stores um and cool. so we were at all of these different locations and stores and you know yeah. setting those things up and you know you run into issues sometimes where you know, you send out your gear and one of the pieces doesn't show up and a store is sitting there waiting for their gear. And then yeah. you have to figure out how you're going to make that work for, for another time. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, weather is another challenge, you know, when you're <laughs> setting up that can be an issue like the, the hurricane that's going through right now, there was a canceled yeah. event that was going to be taking place down in the South. And, oh, you know, yeah. how do you make up for that? Okay. We'll, we'll pivot to pre-printing something and you can still get it to, you know, your customers if, if the event's happening. So, yeah, um, there's, you know, there's, there's different challenges with the setups. For sure. For sure. So I guess, again, kind of pivoting around it, I'm just going where this conversation is taking me because it's, it's awesome. I, my brain's going like crazy here, but you mentioned the app, right? How important is that in, in this whole process? Um, I mean, the app is a, is a really uh, key uh, design element for okay. the, you know, the customization because, you know, if, if a client, you know, take T-Mobile, for example, uh, yeah. around the Major League Baseball All-Star game this year, uh, we did a couple of uh, uh, full month-long in-stores in New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles in their, in their uh, uh, like, their key uh, stores in, yeah. in each of those cities, uh, like their, okay. their major stores. And that was in Times Square and, you know, downtown Los Angeles and then, uh, in Union Square in, in uh, San Francisco. Okay. And so we were customizing, uh, baseball bats with a laser engraver wow. and the bats were, uh, spread up, uh, split up by different teams. 
Um, so, you know, a user could come into the store and they could say, oh, I want a bat that says the, the Dodgers on it, right? They could choose yeah. from a list of, you know, all of the different MLB teams. Um, and they could go in and they could type their name in. And then that would then go to what we have as a moderation tool. So the app is a, is a generator for us to then take the information that the, uh, the attendee of the event is going to input into the system. And we can take it from our moderation tool and drag that directly into our laser engraver, print it out, gives us all the information of the user too. So, you know, if a, uh, a brand wants to take specific information uh, after the event, you know, uh, whether Adidas wants you to sign up for their, uh, their Addy club um, for discounts and things like that, you can, yeah. you can take that data and you can actually use that information on site for, um, uh, for things that are going to be happening after the event or mailing lists or, or wow. hot leads or follow-ups. Um, yeah. Wow. But in the case of the, the laser engraving event, uh, we were able to take that information, laser the, laser the bat. Um, and then once it's done, you can either text them or they can pick it up with, you know, a sticker that's on it that says all their information. So the app is like a very, uh, turnkey process on site for the design process, uh, within, you know, within the parameters of, of the brand integrity that they're trying to keep. Gotcha. And, and was this, so, you know, you talked about some of the screen printing stuff that you guys had done early on. Um, you mentioned that Alex, uh, has got that graphic design kind of background. Was this something that you guys just had to figure out or, or did you bring somebody in to, to kind of make this app thing work? How, how did that kind of come to be? Yeah. So we work with partner, uh, partner designers. Um, we'll do all the design on the apps in house. Um, and then we have somebody who can do the development uh, within the app, uh, parameters that we set in place. We have a moderation tool that's pretty standard. So we know how it works. So if you're sending a team to, you know, Boston to do an event, they can hop on the moderation tool to do the printing. So if it's sublimation and you have a full color design, that's going to be drag, you know, drag and drop style design where the users are actually going in and putting things in place and enlarging things and typing in custom text. Um, they can print out that page on sublimation. It will automatically flip it. So it's reversed. And then they can press it on to, uh, you know, like something like an oven mitt or a tote bag or a mug, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Everything's set up so that it's it's a quick process on site. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> this is all so cool. <laughs> I just, I love this whole idea because it, it gets, again, I, I think a lot of times what I've seen is we get stuck in this, you know, we're a t-shirt printer, we're this, we're that, right? What, what you're doing is, is you're, creating value for these customers at a lot of different levels and and it just happens to kind of sometimes relate back to the shirts and or the 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 things and so i i guess just from uh, how, how long have you been doing this now max uh so the first the first live screen printing events that i ever you know was a part of with, with 2007 okay all right so so plenty, yeah. <laughs> over that time just just for entertainment really what, what what's the craziest thing that's ever you ha ever had to deal with i know you talked about you know the weather being tricky uh, stuff not showing up but is there any one event that kind of stands out i mean there's there's been so many different instances you know whether it's it's sometimes you have 25 events in a day i'm i mean it's it can get so crazy routing and scheduling people to be on site we have an event uh in minnesota in i think it's two weekends that we're going to do with the mls and I believe there's going to be 25 staff on site. So it's, it's really, wow. it's just a matter of figuring out how we're going to get um, everything to the right place at the right time. Um, you know, we have a schedule that we're looking at and sometimes there's, you know, like 10, 15, 20 events on the same weekend. 
And then it's like, okay, well, which staff, um, which staff uh, can embroider well, which staff can screen print well, which staff can use the laser. Like it, it starts yeah. to become this, this real process that you, I mean, I, behind on the other side of the computer, we have this whiteboard where we're, we have routing for some of our gear because it needs to be from uh, LA to Houston, to Vegas, to Atlanta, to New York. And you route this gear in a way where it's going to be on site to each specific location. Um, so, I mean, we have, we have staff here who are just dealing with logistics. So it's just working with different companies to get the gear from place to place and making sure our staff is in, in the right place at the right time. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. All right. So, uh, regulators, if you guys have some questions for Max, go ahead and put them in the comments. We'll try to, to get those in, in the Max. But Max, one of the things I was thinking about here is the things that we do in this industry, you know, they're not always the the safest stuff, right? You're sublimating. So you're dealing with 400 degree heat presses you know, in, in that range. Obviously you've got needles and embroidery. I mean, heck even screen printing could somehow find a way to, to hurt you if you really did something dumb, but <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what, how do you guys manage that side of it? Obviously you've got all these people. It's a big event, you know, people that know nothing about it. Are there some safety concerns and have there been some things you have to kind of get in place there? Um, I mean, you always want to make sure that if you got a, you know, have a flash dryer or heat press that somebody doesn't go up and touch them. So we yeah. try to, you know, work with our the agencies or planners that we're working with to, um, you know, put those types of things in a back location where there's not, you know, foot traffic. Um, you know, if there's power drops, things like that, you want to make sure that those are all kind of it, you know, put in place that they're not going to get walked over. Yeah. Um, you know, I. I know people have been burned on a heat press uh, on site, you know, just working so fast they're putting in, you know, yeah. uh, you know, like a phone case or something like that. And then you have those, the sublimation phone case, uh, yeah. you know, pieces that are going to go on the back. Sometimes you forget, you, you grab them and, you know, burn your fingers and, <laughs> sure. and things like sure. that happen all the time just because you're working at such a fast pace. Yeah. Um, but that's that, only your yeah, staff that's involved in that, right? I mean, you, you guys aren't letting the, uh, the actual person coming up to get the item get too involved in that, right? No, yeah. Typically, when it's a what's an activation, we're there. So the design process, you know, through the app, and then our staff will take care of it. If it's screen printing, our staff is going to screen print. But the attendees can choose their designs if they want to put it in the front, if they want to put it in the back. You okay. know, if they want to overlap the designs, it's it's all within the parameters of of kind of what the brand is looking to do on site. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So uh, for whatever reason I had in my head that maybe somebody was going to be actually doing their own sublimation or, or screen printing or something like that. I was like, that, that's got to bring some challenges to it. <laughs> I mean, we, we've been at a few events, you know, there's, there's a lot of liquor companies who will bring you out for a, a run of, of uh, different event dates. And, you know, when they've got a lot of the uh, whiskey in their system and they want to come up and get a free shirt for the whiskey company, they'll, they'll put their hand in the ink thinking that it's something that comes off easily and then they'll wipe their shirt. And then, it, uh, you know, yeah, yep. you don't want to touch the ink. That's not something that's going to come out very easily. So, um, you know, you, you have to, you have to work around the, uh, the process, especially in some, some situations like that. For sure. For sure. So you had mentioned, um, early on uh, talking about, uh, that you guys had done water base. Are, are you guys still doing a lot of water base or, or have you kind of moved to plastisol? Yeah, mostly on site, it's it's going to be all all class. Um, okay. You know, it's just water based when you're in elements and things like that. It just it's yeah. just you're asking for trouble. You know, I was say. Um, you know the the one thing that you'll have to change up is if you're doing clear bags or something like that. Because a lot of uh, sporting events, you know, if you're going to be going to a stadium, they need to clear bags. Yeah. Um, so you know, adding some additives into the ink so that you can actually cure the ink on a on a clear bag. 
Uh, that's something we've, we've really worked on and, and perfected, you know, the last nice. couple of years to be able to do that in festivals and uh, sporting events. Nice. Okay. So what, what are, what are some of the things on the horizon for you guys? What, uh, what's the next big thing that you're thinking about? Um, you know, just, just in general, you know, for the last, you know, five, six years, we've been really focused on, you know, differentiating the, the process on site. So, you know, when an agency hires us at screen printing or sublimation, whatever it is, um, we're, we're trying to kind of uh, reframe how we're pitching and, and showing this to clients is that, um, you know, I feel like our main competition uh, is a promo company or a promo agency. And these companies who are, who are selling these products to all of these big brands, that's that's our main competition. It's not a screen printing shop. It's not it's not another live printing company. We want to be uh, the the company that's that's known for on site customization for any swag for any item. Uh, and when they come to us with an ask, we say, oh yeah, you can you can do a hat specifically, and here are a couple of different options. Where versus that somebody coming to us and be like, we'd like live screen printing an event. We can still do that, but we want to frame it that it's product and and swag customization on site no matter the the item, no matter the elements, whatever it is, that's going to be our main focus. So that yeah. it's, it's, you can either buy stuff ahead of time from these companies or you can bring it on site and, you know, you can get those 50% more leads that didn't even know they wanted to work with your company. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that's, that's really kind of where we want to go with it. I mean, our schedule is booked up. I think we have, you know, we had 40, 45 events or 46 events in September. October is continuing in the same way. Uh, wow. It's, it's, it's pretty madness. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot of madness happening. <laughs> I bet. I, I, I feel bad that I'm just taking you away from it right now. Actually, honestly, no, it's, like... it's all good. I, I, I enjoy talking about it and you know, we have, we have a full, you know, print facility as well. Sure, so we have, sure. you know, other, another 25 staff in house or just, you know, yeah. churning out stuff all the time here too. So there's almost Absolutely. two businesses in one and wow. uh, you know, they work in conjunction, but they're very separate. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so you talked a little bit about the, the process, right. And you kind of making sure everything's and, and really honestly, in a lot of ways, it sounds like the big thing that you, you guys do kind of continue to improve and grow is, is just that process and, and working on, on making sure that you got that down. But so with that being said, what, what let's just say, I'm, I'm a new brand coming to you and I, I just want to do one event, right? And I just want to do live screen printing with you. Um, what's, what's that kind of ramp up lead up time to, you know, with an app and all that kind of stuff. If I came to you today, when could we do that event? I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, it's, it's kind of funny because you know, the, the live team over here is always joking that, uh, somebody wants an event, you know, next week, right? Yeah, like, Hey, exactly. we need it. We have an event next week and we need all this stuff. And like, that's barely enough time to, to ship anything, let alone, you know, <laughs> gather all the gear, get sure. your art assets and then things ready to go. Um, luckily live screen printing is, uh, is pretty, is pretty turnkey at this point. Um, okay. you know, what we'll do is we'll intake, uh, a client's information. So we find out how many attendees they're going to have. Um, you know, the location, the hours. So we know the scale of the event. Do we need to send two staff and one screen printing press? Will it be, uh, you know, three staff and one of our double presses, you know, that has two heads down so that, that somebody, you know, we have, you know, additional uh, output per hour. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously get their art design files in place. Uh, you know, their, their art assets that are going to be part of the branding of our screen printing setup. Um, and then, you know, uh, any shipping information, 
Um, and then we have to also make sure that they have our power drops. Uh, if we're outside, you know, we need yeah. some sort of shaded structure if we're going to be directly in the sun. Um, you know, you want to you want to find out as much as you can about the actual event itself. Um, once you have all that in place, you kind of put your budget together for the event. Um, you know, there's there's so many X factors with within event budgeting, uh, and just just so we're on the same page, we don't do any sales on site. So like, there are a lot of companies who you know who go to these gymnastics events or these sporting events or whatever, and they will sell shirts on site. That's not our business model at all. So we're gotcha. we're all we all come our business comes in from the marketing budget of the company. So they, gotcha. they're looking to so it's again, kind of other prepaid, brands. so to speak. It's all paid ahead of time. So yeah. okay. it works out on our end. We're not any under any stress or pressure to print these items. Um, yeah. So, you know, it creates foot traffic and that's what the brand is looking for. Gotcha. Um, so beyond that, um, once we have all that intake and we get the quote in place, they'll check everything out. Um, and then they'll sign off on uh, kind of our, uh, terms and services, you know, hey, there's no cancellation within two weeks, uh, you know, and it has a list of different things. Sure. Uh, we get a cer certificate of insurance for all of our events so that everybody's covered. Um, you know, maybe sometimes there's a couple, there's an event producer and then there's, you know, uh, the venue, whatever it is, you want to make sure that you're covering your business uh, and their business. So if anything does happen, uh, you know, you're, you're covered. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you, you book whatever travel and logistics you may need within in kind of that for that specific event. Yeah. Um, and then you get the art assets, you're showing a mock-ups of what things may look like on site. And once that's booked, uh, you share with your event team, all the, the information about the event, and then they show up on site. And, and usually it may be a day ahead of time. If it's a bigger event, sometimes on a smaller event, they can show up the day of and they can set up and be there, you know, two hours ahead of time. They get all everything looking nice. And, uh, and then once the event starts, they start printing. So, you know, each event is its own beast. You know, yeah, there's, sure. there's no two that are I'm alike. Sure the variables are crazy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, Max, you, um, obviously shared a ton of great information with us. I, again, I really appreciate your time here. Um, I'm going to, I've got kind of one more question. Well, I, I've got two actually. Do, the first one is you talked about the fact that you kind of brand all the equipment and, and make sure that everything is, is really part of the brand that you're, you're working with. Um, you know, anybody that's been around this industry for a while knows that the equipment is not always the uh, sexiest, right? Sometimes, <laughs> depending on which right. you've got, but uh, I think, you know, heat presses are finally kind of starting to come along, but they've always been pretty ugly tanks for a long time. Screen printing presses <laughs> the same way. What, what, what Are you guys doing anything kind of cool, like uh, adding extra <laughs> pieces or parts or anything like that that makes it a little bit more appealing? Yeah, I mean, when when you're working with the with these agencies and these different setups, they really take the time to sometimes brand these booths. So what your you know what the booth looks like, you have these big logos behind you, and there's yeah. so much color and things like that that they see this you know a black heat press on the on the counter. It yeah. doesn't look like it's like it's anything crazy. So there's so much happening around it. Oh, okay. the app is here, so you're kind of drawing their eye away from it. And they see the process okay. happening. Uh, you know, we made uh, a couple of different. Um, uh, presses uh, with uh, Ryan and the Ryanet team. We actually uh -huh. had them custom make some of uh, some live screen printing presses that uh, nice. fit really well into a smaller road case that we can pop out. We put it on top and it's, it's set up within, you know, two minutes. It's a really, really fast process. Um, you know, it's a tabletop press. I think we were, we did, uh, I don't know if you were at uh, the Long Beach ISS show this, this year. 
um, we did the setup with a uh, Bella canvas and we were screen printing in their booth for, for their team. We just had, you know, cool. pop that thing up. It's really, really easy and fast. That's awesome. Cool. Okay. Um, and, uh, Jerry, Jerry, uh, Max covered this a little bit earlier, but, uh, yeah, have any hurricane location issues at this time? I think you said at least one had to kind of be canceled or, or moved. Yeah, there was an event with Porsche uh, this okay. this weekend, uh, but that was going to be in Atlanta. But they wanted to be safe, and they they canceled the all of the different activations happening in that city. So gotcha. there are times we've been in we've been in Houston before, and there's been a you know a foot of of, of water on the ground, and we had to oh. pull everything out before a before a sporting <laughs> event. So there's definitely been weather issues. Uh, yeah, you know, even with with this, I mean, we've we've printed in weather issues when we're uh, you know, on the top of a, a mountain at the bottom of a ski lift for, you know, for an auto company and we're customizing, you know, whether it's, you know, a beanie or a, a gator or something like that, people yeah. snowboard up or ski up, they get their item wow. and then they go away. But the thing is it's snowing all around you. And then, you know, the, the canopy drops snow in because it can't hold all the weight and then it gets yeah. all over your equipment. So there's, there's always things that happen like that. You got to oh, be man. prepared for Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, I can imagine just some of the, the stories that uh, your your people and, and you've seen over the years. So, <laughs> that's cool. There's there's a lot out there. It's it's there's a lot of stories that people can share who have been part of uh, part of the process. Yeah, for sure. OK. All right. Well, I, I want to leave with this here. Um, kind of it, it actually also kind of a little bit along what Ramona had asked here. She said, how can the small business operator do this for themselves? Right. I guess. Yeah. Can, can you leave us with some tips? Right. And. and you had talked about that, you know, the decorators are not really your, your competition there. So what, what somebody getting into this, obviously you guys started somewhere. What would you recommend for folks? So if, I mean, everybody has a client base, you know, so there's, you know, if you're, if you're a small, a small business, just trying to get into this, take your time. I wouldn't jump into it right away. There's a, there's a lot of work that goes into it. It's not, it's not as easy to just set up an event. I mean, that's one thing we'll always hear when we're on site. Oh, this is screen printing. This is easy. Or this is the, it's, yeah, it's easy. Once you're here and you're setting everything up, that's what we always say this it's easy now, but before this, there's a lot of stuff you don't see. It's like that tip of the iceberg thing. Here's all the stuff that's hard. And then here's the easy stuff. Um, so you have a client base and, um, you know, and, and I said that I said this before I, I did the, uh, Printavo, you know, kind of a, a talk at one of their conferences. Yeah. You have a client base and there's going to be one of your clients who is having an event, right? So they're going to come to you for a venture or something that they're going to give away at one of these events. Maybe you can say for a value add on for, you know, X amount more money, we can come on site and we can brand your apparel on site. So you can kind of flip uh, your services, you know, um, offer to pre-brand a neck tag and that's a way to add additional revenue to your invoice okay we'll, yeah. we'll come on site we're going to add a sleeve or a neck tag ahead of time so everything's pre-branded let the attendees instead of just handing these shirts out at your booth or at your race or at your school function whatever it is let's you know let's brand these on site let's draw some foot traffic in you're trying to collect user data at, at some of these events Maybe that's a way, um, yeah. you know, if you're doing race shirts that are going to be given away, why not? Maybe we can, you know, maybe we can brand these race shirts on site, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of flip your thinking a little bit on how you can pitch it to the, to your, your current client base. And then people start seeing you out there and then, you know what, like maybe it's something you want to kind of pursue. Um, it's, it's not an easy business to make your main business without really structuring your business around it. Um, 
but uh you know if you want to sell shirts and things like that on site it's it's doable it's definitely doable but it, it does take a lot of like time and energy to kind of figure out how to make it work yeah yeah i, I mean from what you've told us here today it it seems like that that front end part right all those logistics all that kind of planning and and you know getting all that is is the big part of it like you mentioned the actual being on site not always easiest easiest but uh certainly not anything like you said the tip of the iceberg i love that so so max do you uh do you do, you do anything with other decorators or, or um obviously you're, you're freely sharing all this wonderful information with us is there somewhere that uh, we can send people to connect with you or, or anything like that yeah i mean they could check out the live website which is uh familyindustrieslive.com okay um and they can reach out to me at max at familyindustries.com. Uh, okay. You know, we, we tend to have uh, a lot of, you know, a, a, over the years, people have asked questions about setups or, you know, different things here and there that that may be a good way to start. Um, I did uh, Printavo. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's a, uh, from their Print Hustlers Conference. And I did a whole, uh, I think it was a 45-minute talk about just, you know, the basic setup for live screen printing and, and nice. things that you can think about and bring on site and how to pitch it. So that's uh, that's on their, their YouTube channel. And okay. I think that'd be a good place just to like listen through and, and, you know, uh, think about how to, you know, really process the live screen printing and, and maybe a way to bring it into your arsenal for your business. That's so cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get that linked into our show notes. Uh, once we get this, uh, this episode out as a podcast. So Max, uh, man, I can't thank you enough. Again, this has been fantastic. Great information. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, sounds like you've got some events to get back to, so uh, we'll let you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon, Max. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Man, that was super cool. Super, super cool. Um, I, I, You know, again, like I said, I, I, my brain was just going the whole time, right? All these different ideas. Max is doing something very specific, right? And, and they've, they've kind of evolved into that, it sounds like. Um, but I think what I'd love for you guys to really take from all this is, yeah, how, how can I use some of that, right? He was talking about it at the end, how can you make it more valuable for your customers to, you know, let's, let's get that, that on, on site, right? And, and how do you describe that to them? It's not about selling more shirts. I mean, even for like a fundraising event, right? They, they can make more money per shirt by having that activation, by having that, that, that tie in or something along those lines. So, um, really incredible stuff and, um, for sure. And, and excellent. Uh, so Max Susan says, thank you, Evelyn. Got to go watch and Evelyn. Good to see you. Um, awesome. All right, you guys. Well, shockingly enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Ramona says, I'm thinking local small events offer up an onsite personalization. I, I I mean, I think that's an awesome idea. I, I love all that. And so hopefully, again, my whole intention of, of bringing in Max, and, and again, very free with his time, uh, there was really, if you think about it, you know, from if it's talk about his pocketbook, there was zero reason for him to give us an hour today other than he's passionate about what he does. And I think that's, you know, what our industry is so great at is we have a lot of really fantastic people that are willing to share like Max. So um, at the very least, just uh, reach out to him and, and thank him um, <laughs> for his time. So uh, Ramona, again, sharing more craft shows, fundraisers, church events, so many cool opportunities to uh, to expand your business for sure. And, and Susan, you're very, very welcome. All right. So uh, as I was saying, um, 
yeah, everybody thought, oh, well, Aaron's here. This is going to go super long and blah, blah, blah. Nope. My, my goal was I wanted to get it in. Uh, Jerry, homecoming school events, shiny object for me. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, so I wanted to get it in. I don't have a whole lot to close up with. We're going to we're going to leave five things off today. We still are looking for five things from you guys. Tournaments there, Jerry. Very cool. Very, very true. Um, so let me put that up there. We need five things from you guys. TwoRegularGuys.com forward slash five things. You, uh, If you're watching live, you see it at the bottom there. It can be anything, right? Um, I, I think you guys just kind of put together uh, a, a five things right there. Somebody want to submit that in, in and, and get their name on it. You know, five places that you could do a live event printing at, right? There you go. There's five things. That's that's as easy as it is, right there. So just send in those ideas, uh, and and uh, we'll we'll give you credit for it. And and uh, we also clip those things out, and we'll start getting those up on social media now. Now that I'm back here for a little bit. So anyhow, five things right there. TwoRadioGuys.com forward slash five things. Uh, as far as other events and stuff on the road, uh, Terry and Eric are, are obviously gone here at the Impressions Expo. Um, so uh, we'll just, you know what, we'll do just do this. We're just going to send you the go over to Terry's website, terrycombs.com. And in fact, we'll put a little QR code up there with Terry's picture on it. You can check out all of his upcoming events. I think his stuff's up to date on, on the screen here. Um, Equipment Zone, doing complete screen printing business course, October 29th. Uh, Atlas Screen Supply in Chicago, November 5th and 6th. Um, Workhorse Products in Phoenix, December 10th through the 11th. Um, and Phoenix in December Yes, you want to be there. Trust me, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's the only thing I miss about leaving Phoenix is is the winter months. Um, just a couple of times. So anyhow, uh, Terry's classes always fill up. So go check those out, terrycombs.com. Uh, Eric is just going like crazy. Um, he's already putting putting stuff out on, on social. But uh, if you want to check out Eric, just go over to his website, ericcampbell.com and uh, you got the QR code up there for the live folks ericcampbell.com for those listening into the podcast and uh, check out what he's got coming up um, I, I, again he's been putting a lot of effort into making sure that this impressions expo went really well so uh, I think uh, good stuff there for me uh, actually just happy to be kind of back back home and and uh, taking a little breather to kind of get things uh, figured out here. But I do have upcoming October 28th through the 29th, the Growing Your Business Effortlessly workshop. I don't know if I've got a, a link in there to put up on screen, but if you just go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash grow, you can check that out. Uh, and, and so I've got that coming up again, October 28th and 29th. And uh, so looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, beyond that, I think we're going to call it a day. We're going to be done just about right on time, maybe even a little early today for you guys. So I know we're a little bit late and, um, <laughs> yes, uh, there you go. looks like I might need to get that canopy set up for the, for the setup, need good portable electricity. Hmm. Right. Yep. Get the, all these logistic things. That's the part that Max is talking about. That's the part that you got to work on. So you can't just dive right into it and go out tomorrow and, and do that. I mean, Hey, give it a shot. Right. But you're going to learn a lot of things real quick. So understand that there's going to be some of those learning experiences up front. So Ramon, I'm so glad that the wheels are turning there for you. Um, the other thing I want to make sure that uh, you guys are aware of, uh, Printing United in Las Vegas happening October 19th through the 21st. Uh, I will be there. Terry will be there. Not sure about Eric yet. We're still working on that. Um, don't. He, he's been traveling plenty, so if he doesn't make it, no big deal. 
Uh, he will be there in spirit, and I'm sure he will help us out. But we've got our own booth there uh, for the two regular guys, so he want you, wants you to come check it out. We're, there's also a podcast booth in the apparel zone that uh, we'll be in. In fact, i got to make my sign that says, please don't feed the animals, because it sounds like it's going to be like kind of plexiglassed off and all that kind of fun stuff. So um, that'll be pretty neat. And uh, looking forward to that happening. Printing United in Las Vegas, October 19th through the 21st. So we will uh, see you guys out there. So I think that's going to do it, though, guys. We've come to the close of another show. I, I really want to just thank Max. Uh, again, Max from Family Industries. If you just go to familyindustries.com, you can check out what they're doing over there, or familyindustrieslive.com. Uh, so just, again, just reach out to Max and tell him thanks for uh, all that great information. Next week, you guys, I cannot believe I'm saying this already, but next re- week, Reggie season starts. Right, So next week, we're going to have the category announcements. We're going to go through and review some of the previous awards and, and, and happenings in, in there, talk about what the categories are, and that will open up for you guys to start submitting nominees. So submit any nominees for any of those categories. Um, I think we're going to really kind of enjoy that. Plus, as I mentioned at the top, we are going to have a, a new special segment at the start and uh, in partnership with some other outlets. So uh, really looking forward to kicking that off next week, but uh, we're going to leave it a little bit of a secret for now. So just make sure you show up. We'll be back at the regular time, 10 a.m. Central Time, wherever that is for you guys, wherever you're at in the country or world, in, in Eustace's case and other international listeners. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for being here and uh, putting up with me being all over the place and, and uh, you know, just having a great time today. Um, so let, let's just leave it at that. So until then, I am Aaron Montgomery. I'm wishing Eric and Terry a fantastic uh, time out there in, in Fort Worth. If you guys are in the area, stop by and say hello to them. I'm sure you'll find Terry in the Equipment Zone booth, and he may or may not know where Eric's at. But uh, make sure you get out there and see those guys. And uh, I think that's going to do it for today. So we are the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out! (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.